Andrew. Hey, Alex. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. Uh, what's that? It's a podcast where we dream up ridiculous businesses to solve the world's issues. Each week, we take one of our listeners' problems and we each pitch a company, product or service to help them out. And then we bicker about whose was best. Previous ideas have included a tribute version of Formula One and a super invasive but super accurate Magic 8-Ball. So, Alex, people might not know this, but we have this podcast together. Mm-hmm. We work together. Yeah. And your job involves going and seeing lots of robots. Mm. What is the favorite robot you've ever seen? My favorite robot I've ever seen? I've ever, yeah. Um, when we went up to Edinburgh and we uh, we went into the assisted living quarters at the Robotarium at Harriet Watt University, and there was a robot in there who looked like he was going, Ay! <laughs> that was my favorite robot. The A robot was good. Ay! <laughs> I, it's, it's, I hope the listeners understand just from that noise. Yeah. The shape his hands were at. Yeah. It's hard to visually describe it. It is. But it did look like he was going A. It did. Yeah. I think I have a photo somewhere. I'll maybe see if I can stick it on a, yeah. one of our social things. Um, what was your favorite robot? I, I just like the classics. I like the robot dog. The robot dog is pretty cool. I, yeah. I'm, I'm desperate to get a shot of playing with the robot dog. Well, we have played with it. Yeah, we have. It was, I, yeah, the robot dog does look cool. I was skeptical about how much fun it was going to be to drive it around, but it was really fucking fun. Because you have this controller that's like a, almost like a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And you get to see through its, through its eyes. Through its robot dog eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's um, very fun. Semi-frightening. Yeah. Because it's like very... It's like, it's not really like a slick tech toy. It's a piece of machinery. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I, I my favorite thing about that was how often we were told that it would break our fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many meetings you're in where it's like, don't let children go near it. <laughs> it don't you dare strap a gun to it. Yeah, and we're like, what do you think we're gonna do with this <laughs> robot dog? <laughs> we really have a crazy job. Like, yeah, our jobs are really bananas. We get to do a lot of fun things. In the real world. I think it's fun balancing off uh, doing fun real world things and then doing real, real business work here. Yeah, this Crunching is the real out, work. Yeah, the yeah. real work, solving really difficult, advanced problems that require just really innovative solutions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, do we have something for this week? Do we have a, do we have a listener? <laughs> yeah. Prompt yeah, we do. We do have a prop this week. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Yeah. Okay. Let's listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Brains on the Outside team. This is Gary from Icebound Ice Rink. Thought I'd pose a challenge to you. So we have uh, one big problem running an ice rink, which is we have a really busy schedule through the day uh, from uh, ice skating lessons in the morning. We have a disco mid-afternoon and then we have ice hockey in the evening. But at 11 o'clock every night, we close the ice rink and it is completely vacant from 11 until about seven in the morning. So my challenge to you is what could we do in the downtime when the rink is empty, uh, but the ice is still cold uh, and we've still got the climate control in place? Thank you so much, Gary. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the, we don't get these sort of problems to handle at work. We we don't, know. I feel like we should. I mean, this is a real problem for for ice rinks. I, I genuinely would love to have a serious go at tackling this. Yeah. And I, I, I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of ideas? Yeah, Andrew, I've got a bunch of ideas. So what I think maybe we should do slightly differently this episode is throw out a bunch of stuff and then we can pick two 
at the end, which are the ones that we then go back to Gary. Okay, right. With, yeah. Because i got loads of things bouncing around inside my head just off the back of listening well, to this. Let's bring them out. We workshop them. Yeah. And then you can choose a candidate for, yeah. Gary's, for Gary's solution. So obviously they are jam-packed 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. From 11 p.m., everything's still on except yeah. the lights because they have to keep it cold. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So 11 p.m. till 7 a.m., it's cold and empty. That must burn a lot of money. It must burn a lot of money during that time. Uh, so I was thinking about what things happen in that time period where you do need to be a bit cold or you need it to be cold. Mm-hmm. Obvious answer, okay. fish market. <laughs> okay. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> so, you know, you walk in at 2 a.m. and there's just tuna all over the floor and haddocks and other fish and seafood just laid out there and there's people walking around. So this is this kind of works. I imagine you stumble out of a club and instead of going to McDonald's, we, we go to <laughs> your fresh fish market at the ice rink? Well, Andrew, generally people don't go to the fish market to buy fish for themselves. They go to the fish market because they're buying fish for their restaurants and things right. like that. So they're used to buying fish, mar- fish market stuff in the middle of the night. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you could stumble out of a club and go and buy a whole tuna and then sort of gnaw on that on the way home. <laughs> but people on the bus are going to fucking hate you. That, okay, yeah, that's fair. A, a whole dead fish <laughs> there. But I feel like for, for the catering trade, that's what they do. They get up early. They, the, fi- the boats come in. They unload the, the fish. They go to the fish market, which is refrigerated room to mm-hmm. keep the fresh fish nice and fresh. So we just use the ice rink for that instead. Couple of caveats. Yeah. Ice may be covered in blood the following morning. <laughs> That's a possibility. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, it's a bit risky to go into there and buy the fish because you have to slide around all over the place. So maybe it's only a fish market for people who can skate. I was going to say, though, if you're wearing skates, then that's also a device you use to cut the fish with. Oh. So you could have yeah. like some really cool, very skilled skaters going around cutting and gutting the fish yeah with the blades skate cut fish that that is a selling point isn't it yeah you, you pay more for that yeah you pay a lot more for that yeah um now yeah. I, I am a bit worried about the synergy i don't it doesn't fit it, it's a great idea yeah but i'm worried about that transition okay back from market to actual skating rink yeah there is a chance that the Zamboni first thing in the morning just smears blood and fish guts all <laughs> over the floor. Um, Another way of looking at this, though, is a new challenge for the Zamboni company. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. Um, or we just put a huge sheet of cling film down over the ice. So it's still cold. Okay. But it's protected. I like that, too. It saves a bit of work in the morning. Yeah. Um. Are you, I'm not sure how big they make sheets of cling film, but we can figure that out. We can yeah, figure that yeah. out. What do you got that's better than that, Andrew? So, um, well, my, my initial idea is, I guess it's animal related as well. Okay. So I've not actually watched a film Bambi, <laughs> but my, un- my understanding is Bambi has a difficult time walking on the ice. <laughs> and there's lots of ice bound animals there that like, they can't really walk that well on the ice. Baby deer, maybe maybe baby penguins is their little. I don't know. But during the day, ice rink's an ice rink. During night, it's a Bambi ice walking training zone. You get the zoo in, you get all the barnyards near to bring the animals that 
we really need to learn to walk on the ice, but can't. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Actually, that's pretty good. I haven't seen Bambi either, but I know exactly what you're talking about. So that feels like it's right there in the zeitgeist. It's in the it's in the brain. It's in the brain. People know. Um, and imagine, right? You can sell tickets to that because imagine how cute that would be. You know, you're on your walk to work. For some reason, you have your work is you. Your commuting starts really early. Your commuting starts at six or something for some reason. Yeah. You could go along here before work and see see a little deer learn to walk. You can start yeah. thinking of that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to go completely the other way. Okay. What about morgue? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, Temporary my- overflow morgue. Oh, because I was going to say, what happens during the day? <laughs> like, do they go back to the regular morgue? Well, so what I what I imagine is... At, a, at an actual morgue, like during the day, you have quite a lot of staff to get the bodies through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But overnight, the night shift is probably a bit slower. Right. Quieter. So, you you know, there's only probably maybe one or two people in the morgue for the people who die overnight. And I don't, I imagine that people die at a standard rate during the day. I, <laughs> so. I, I guess there's a bit of like, this venue could be host to the happiest moments of someone's life and also the saddest. Yeah. Exactly. There's something beautiful and poetic about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just, you know, maybe with a big sheet of cling film down again, it's just a holding place, you know. We just got bodies out on the morgue. Um, oh. Both your ideas involve effectively dead animals on cling film. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not, this is a judgment free zone. I'm not judging. I'm just no such thing as a bad idea. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying it's an interesting thread that's following through all your ideas. <laughs> Right, imagine you stumble out the club. Mm-hmm. It's two. Why you, you, you stumble <laughs> out of the club every fucking day? <laughs> it's Saturday. Well, okay, 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 right. This is all the multi-use space. You know, the zoo right. has it Monday to Thursday. <laughs> this is just a place you go to chill out at. You Literally this, chill out. Chill out, yeah. yeah. You've been in a hot, stuffy room for ages. Oh. All you want is you want to go somewhere that's nice and chill now. And you go in there, you chill, maybe you scrape some ice off yep. the thing and make a little slushy to drink. <laughs> nice, chill music is playing. Very, very light electronic stuff. Bleeps and bloops in the background. Maybe there's like, it's also a planetarium at that time as well. So you can just lie down and have a very chill time before you go home. I just imagine walking into that place <laughs> at two in the morning and there's loads of, loads of incredibly sweaty ravers entirely <laughs> off their face with their faces pressed against the ice <laughs> like trying to cool down desperately trying to cool down but again i think it's a it's something you could you could work with mm-hmm. the clubs and raves yeah. to bundle tickets like a second tier tier one you get in yeah. tier two after party at the skate rink i yeah i think there's real benefit in you know, your ice has been smoothed for skating by the faces of a lot of sweaty ravers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, face smooth, cheek smoothed ice. <laughs> it's like a new Zamboni situation, yeah. just like, oh, just rubbing your face on it. Just, yeah, smoothing it out. Yeah. What about this? I get extremely hot when I sleep. Okay. So I just move my, just move my bed into the ice rink. You know what? And I, I just sleep in there instead. I get really, really warm when I sleep as well. Yeah. Ooh. So are you saying is is it like do I have to bring my own bed or is it a hotel? 
for people who get sweaty in the night. I, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. A hotel for people who get sweaty in the night. That's exactly <laughs> it, isn't it? That's, I would actually do that because I'm the sort of person who goes into the, into a hotel room and immediately turns on the air conditioning and turns it down to 15 degrees centigrade Yeah, and sits and chills. And instead of doing that, I could just go and be somewhere cold and that would be better for the environment. So yeah, just a, a big room. Just, I get a little bed in there. We just, we just roll beds out onto the ice at 11 PM at night. People come in and just sleep in there. That's, I mean, it's a pretty clean way of making sure like, you can roll the beds out. It's no dirt anymore. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have to clean the ice either. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Should go to ads. Yeah. Let's go to the ads. Do we have an ad today? We do, Andrew. Yes. Uh, and it actually fits perfectly after our, that last idea. Oh, I love synergies like this. Yeah. It's, it's worked out perfectly. We didn't even plan it. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this week's um, ad is for a hotel as well. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Which yeah. one? Have I heard of it? Uh, yeah, you, you probably have heard of it. It's Ikea. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is kind of a change for them. Yeah, it is. Well, but have they purpose-built a hotel? No. Oh. It's just in Ikea. Oh, in, in the showroom? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you go into an Ikea, you walk through the infinity of winding corridors and mazy, mazy passageways <laughs> until eventually you get to the bed section, to the bedroom section of the Ikea, pick a bed, have a sleep. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I guess, so nine to five Ikea's Ikea. Yeah. Then 5 p.m. to 9 a.m. It's, it's a- It's new Ikea hotel. Luxury hotel. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, it's got a restaurant in there. Obviously, you know, you've got showers and stuff. There's a kitchen, even if you want to cook something. It's yeah. fine. That's it. All they ask is- um, that you make the bed and you leave it as you found it at the other end, ready for the uh, ready for the people coming through. Well, ha- have you have you stayed there? Is it expensive? Um, it is not expensive because I mean, you know, it's just downtime for IKEA. So yeah, it's uh, it's about four hundred pounds a night. Wow. <laughs> I guess there are a lot that you're paying for the experience, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean that exactly. Th- there's something I think quite fun about being stuck in a shopping center oh, or ikea yeah. after it closes so i guess aside from just getting to have a hotel room mm. in a perfectly built facsimile of someone's living room slash bedroom yeah, yeah. you also get to explore ikea at the night uh yeah what they do ask is there are some rules right uh don't play hide and seek whoa whoa yeah wow that's actually quite a, that's kind of a big one <laughs> yeah um don't don't still be in the bed when of, the when the actual customers come in in the next morning, of course, yeah, yeah, that's a rough, that's a rough time. Yeah, I mean that will get you banned from IKEA Shit. permanently. <laughs> um, and then it also says, "Don't look directly into the eye of the IKEA monster." <laughs> so, I don't know what that means, but that that seems fine. I mean, you know, sleeping in different places can be weird sometimes, yeah. and it's almost comforting knowing that there is a monster. You know? Uh, yeah, that's uh, exactly it. Yeah. My anxiety isn't made up. No. The Ikea monster, Does if I see it, it yeah. I will perish, obviously, but it's nice knowing that at least I'm not. Well, I just don't like directly into the eye yeah, of it, apparently, yeah, and that'll be okay. Look slightly above it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or, or below. Yeah. Which should be fine, because most of the time that you're in there, you're going to be asleep. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. If it's creeping around the place and you've got your eyes shut. I mean, if you sleep with one eye open, oh, yeah. screwed. Shit. 
Um, so that was our sponsor for the week. Excellent. I love it. I love seeing brands, you know, use others as a platform for sponsorship. If, if one of our listeners had their own amazing, ridiculous business, they would want to advertise on our show. How would they go about doing that? They would email us at brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Yes, brainsontheoutside at gmail.com, Andrew. That's what I said. <laughs> um, just a quick question there. How much is sponsorship of this show, Andrew? Um, <laughs> imagine if you had the audacity <laughs> to charge people. <laughs> yeah, just cost you some good vibes. Just good vibes. And your type. Yeah. Your valuable type. Before we each choose our candidate idea to send to Gary, I have a couple more to throw in. Okay. So... Illegal street racing usually <laughs> takes place on the street. Yeah. However, this doesn't work for every vehicle, specifically the Zamboni, the ice cleaner. You can't Zamboni underground illegal street race, Zamboni on the street because you need ice. My suggestion is they begin a Zamboni racing circuit between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. I would definitely be there to watch that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And you could take it on tour, right? It's a, you could um, make it go around the country. Yeah. I think it'd be a great idea. I think it's great. I think it's good. You can even do it while the fish market's on because you just Zamboni between the fish. Oh, yeah. This thing, a lot of these ideas can be synergized together. Yeah, it's true. Half morgue, half fish market. It's it's good to have like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one third morgue one third fish market one third sleeping place and then the zoo as well yeah. it's it, a lot of these ideas are kind of create a lot of mess yeah so if you had the zamboni racing around yeah you know tokyo drifting yeah around cleaning up a lot of the fish guts that the scares are kicking mm-hmm. off that's going to save a lot of pro- problems come the morning yeah um so you complained that several of my ideas in, involve dead things yeah uh, what about just temporary storage for penguins at the zoo? So clean the penguin enclosure out overnight, just put the penguins in the ice rink. That's, yeah, I know when you clean a fish tank, you need a smaller fish tank to put your fish in. Mm. Where do the where do the penguins go when the tank's being cleaned? Yeah. It's just mm. a fun night out for them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's to say the polar bears? Yeah. You, you could, uh, not to not, not, not steal your idea, but you could, uh, you could defrost yeah. You can defrost <laughs> the true. ice rink and use that as a holding tank for the fish in the zoo. Well, as I, clean out the fish tanks. Actually, I was thinking you could, you know, just the way that you have to defrost your freezer, you probably have to defrost the entire penguin enclosure or the entire, you know, Arctic fox enclosure sometimes. When you defrost that, just as you have to move your food into a cold place when you defrost yeah. the freezer, you have to move your penguins into a cold place. Yeah. So, you, just, you just chuck them in there. Yeah. But actually, just. You know, it's just a storage. If we if we all coordinated and defrosted our freezers on the same day, we could just all put our food <laughs> in the ice rink. <gasps> Communal freezer cleaning. Yeah. Everyone defrosts on the same day. You just, on, o- overnight, on the same night, yeah. all your stuff goes into the, into the ice rink. What's really great about the defrosting and refrosting is that you have, apart from just this freezer space for everybody, as you begin... To freeze again you're going to be in the middle zone where it's like the little icebergs and stuff so i'm thinking slushy making i'm thinking 
for uh, rented to people who want to train to swim in harsh conditions. Oh, okay. Normal pools ain't cutting it. They're warmed up to some temperature that we all like. This is for hardcore wild swimmers. They come in at 4 a.m. just as the ice is starting to refreeze and they do their their lengths there. So you're actually saying defrost and then refreeze the ice rink itself. Yeah. Holy shit. It's a cycle every day. Every day. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that, it, that is going to save you loads of money as well because you just turn it off at like 6 p.m. at night. You just turn off the freezing and then you turn it back on again at 6 a.m. in the morning ready so that it's frozen by 7 a.m. It's always going to be cold, so you probably even still keep yeah. people's freezer goods in there. In there, yeah. But also, you know, yeah, you get that. It just becomes a swimming bath yeah. halfway through the night. The refreezing, I mean, I guess turning it on and off will burn a lot of power, but at least on that re- re-entry to freezing, mm-hmm. I mean, you put some strawberries in there, got a slushy going, you know? <laughs> Actually, if you go through that cycle of freezing defrosting refreezing again over and over again and you're also storing temporarily your penguins and your polar bears in there mm-hmm. you drop a david attenborough in there shit you have you've you've shooting some footage you got a fucking documentary you got a going. fucking documentary right there it's also like people ain't seen that before you know there's plenty of documentaries about going to the arctic but there's none about going to this weird weird man-made abomination <laughs> <laughs> Seeing what would happen. It's, I mean, it's a perfect example of, of climate change, right? Because the climate <laughs> is changing on a 24-hourly basis. Yeah, as we slowly burn our actual climate as well, they have to turn this weird <laughs> icing machine on and off. Yeah. Yeah. I think David Attenborough would be up for that. I think he'd be in. He's, I mean, he's seen so much, but he's not seen this. <laughs> Having his calving presence there as well might... You know, distract from some of the chaos. Mm. Yeah. Have you got a favorite idea that you want to pitch as your idea for Gary? I do love refreezing and defreezing, but I think what I'm going to go with is Zamboni racing. Yeah. I like that. It's really good. I, I was also fond of teaching Bambis to walk, mm. but I think Zamboni racing, it has more future. You can get sponsorship, you can get writers, you can sort of televise that, mm. take it on tour, different countries. Yeah. Pack it out, sell tickets. I'm really torn between temporary overflow morgue. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I think that's public good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but really, I think, I think actually it's, it's freezing and refreezing with penguins and polar bears and David Attenborough. That's actually it. That's, that's the thing that, really yeah i think there's so much benefit to that because you get to charge the bbc a lot for so you refreeze it space you, 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 you've got you've got multiple revenue streams there yeah you got david attenborough himself obviously that, he's paying to do this because he loves it so much you've got the bbc who are paying you for the for the space yep to do it you've got the zoo who are paying you for the temporary storage for the penguins the polar bears the arctic foxes anyone who's cold yep you know i mean to be honest you could chuck some warm animals in there as well and just, just see what happens animals. chuck a koala in I mean, I think I think you have a pretty strong pitch. Yeah, I would say my Zamboni racing. The BBC will be paying to show it on air. Wait a minute, hang on a minute though. It's it's illegal Zamboni racing. That's how you described it. So oh, the, shit. The B ain't getting in on that, man. <laughs> You're going to be dumped on Channel Five. 
It's going to be cool, though. <laughs> yeah. You want the street cred? You need something to bring the people in during the day. And yeah. you, this, you're going to go to the home of illegal Zamboni racing. But dangerous, but exciting, pretty cool. Zambonis are, the word Zamboni is just funny, isn't it? It's just a good word it's a to good say. Word. Zamboni. Yeah. Racing championship. It's a brand name, is it? It's the, it's the name of the guy who made them. Oh. His name is like something Zamboni. Cool. Zach Zamboni. Zach Zamboni. That's, that's pretty cool. It doesn't name. matter whatever it is. To be <laughs> honest, any name Zamboni is just good, isn't it? That's just fun. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Greg. Thank you for the problem. Gary. Fuck. Thank you for the question, Gary. Thank you for the problem. Yeah, a really, a, an actual serious problem from an actual serious business. Proper business problem. Please let us know which one you're going to deploy and make real. Please do. Um, and if you are out there in the world and you want to go ice skating, then go to Icebound, <laughs> the, uh, the icy emporium that uh, Gary runs. That would be great. I'm sure he'd appreciate you going to that place. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't actually have, we've recorded a bunch of episodes today, so we don't have the results from last week, but we'll get them, we'll get them all next time. We will. Yeah. If someone else had a really serious, actual, proper, real business and had a really complex business problem that they wanted us to help them solve, what, what would be the best way for them to get in contact with us, Andrew? Well, if you have a definitely very real business with a definitely very real problem and you need it definitely solved, mm-hmm. you should email that as a voice note or just as, as words using your fingers on the keyboard to brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Fabulous. That was brainsontheoutside at gmail.com, I believe. That is, that is, that is what I said, yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> now, aside from seven problems... We love something else as well, Alex. What is that thing that we love? We absolutely love it when people tell their friends about the show. Please. Or, really pretty please, when you review and rate us on wherever you get your podcasts. Add a little star to us, give us a five-star rating, favorite us, whatever it is. We love that because it really helps with discoverability. Yeah, that'd be super useful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Do you have a final business idea? Alex. Ice creams, but they're warm. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Do they melt? Keep your brain on the outside, Andrew. <laughs> Keep your brain on the outside. 